Hello everyone and welcome to the MSUM Dragons podcast where we believe that the student athlete experience here at MSUM is more than a game. I'm your guest, John Webby Webking. Now why would I jump to the other side of the interview and who could possibly fill the massive void my incredible hosting skills would leave behind? Well, there is, and if you haven't seen it already, a massive campaign happening right now on all of our Dragons Digital Network, and our MSUM Go team is behind the scenes doing a fantastic job and deserves a little praise. But it's also interesting how COVID has changed the MSUM Dragons Student Athlete Awards Banquet to what it is now, why we're doing it, and how we're doing it. And as far as hosting... Well, you'll just have to live with A.D. Doug Peters asking the questions and not talking so much. Actually, that, that, that sounds like a pretty good deal. So let's jump in with our host today, Athletics Director Doug Peters, and our special guest, John Webby Webkin! Hey, welcome to the MSUM Dragons podcast. For some unknown reason, I am your host today, and I am fired up about it. So let's get going. My special guest today is John Webking, and we're here to talk about Dragon student-athletes, which is why we all come to work on an everyday basis. What is going on right now in your world, Webby? Not liking that you're hosting the podcast and taking me on a ride right now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it's, it's for a good reason. Cause when you look at, uh, the challenge of our awards banquet in the era of COVID-19 and how do you still recognize, like you said, the reason we come to work every day, are student athletes, uh, and what format does that look like and how that comes about all those questions, uh, were hit us with a short timeline and to make something work. And we're, we're working on doing that right now. And we're in the midst of a Dragons Awards campaign that has gone fully social media, fully digital. And I uh, honestly, I've been, uh, our whole team has taken this one on uh, from front to end. So it's been a lot of fun. It's been a wild ride and a lot of learning bumps along the way. Oh, I'm sure there are. Yeah. So I, I will tell you this right now, we are in the middle of it. And I think it's about a three-week campaign. To use Coach Reckamp's words, you're hitting it out of the park, you and your team. Right Thank now, you. it has been fantastic. And one of the things that we spend a lot of time on in our athletic department is how do we recognize the accomplishments of our student-athletes? From the timing from the award ceremony to what awards we have to who gets to vote, all those things come into play. Then all of a sudden... I mean, literally, we were having conversations about what night this thing was, and then all of a sudden, we don't get to have it, and what do we do? We look at John and his team and say, all right, how are we going to turn this online? So let me ask you a, a, a background question. What are the types of things that you and the GO team and in, in, in the group that you're working with, what are the types of things that we've done historically that have given you some perspective to be able to pull this thing together? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I definitely look at... I only at, ask great questions, John Webking. Only great questions. It's like you read a book about it. Um, but there is a, uh, a great case study in what we've done in our award-winning football signing day. Um, and it was just football signing day last year. In previous, it was fall signing day. And so we've really learned how to blast a lot of things out in a short amount of time uh, because of those campaigns. And we've recognized that not only the volume 
but the quality of posts. So when we do a signee and we look at all the analytics of all of our posts for all the nerds out there, and we know that the posts that are congratulatory, like athletes of the week, NSIC athletes of the week, signees, you know, welcoming people to the family, any award um, is typically one of our most engaged posts. And so now we know what posts connect the most to our fan base and reach the most people. And we know how to distribute them in a lot of different ways and across a lot of different platforms from the things that we've done in fall and football signing day. And so we really had a workflow kind of ready to go. And the nice thing about the banquet, we were changing a lot of it already to include more recaps from coaches and, and more recognitions of seniors. And so the, the model was going to be a, a heavier produced show the way it was going to be anyway. And when it went uh, to not being able to have that in person, we threw out a lot of ideas. We threw out, you know, do we do it as a virtual show? Do we do it? Um, you know, like we're doing it now and breaking it apart. Um, you know, what can we do? What can we control in this time? And we leveraged the things that we knew. We knew that we could distribute a, a bunch of stuff that hit our audience, that meant a lot to the athletes. And that's where we kind of came up with this after a ton of research, after talking to colleagues across the country of what are you doing? Like, how, I mean, we're all in this kind of thing together. Are you, some people are postponing it to the fall which leaves out seniors, you know, there's really no way to please absolutely everybody um, in the timeline of sports because so many championships happen after the school year. And so we think we've uh, found a unique, I don't really see many people doing it the way we're doing it right now across the country um, by spreading it out over several weeks. And so you know, we listened, we researched, we looked at the, the data, and I think we came up with a winner. So you're talking about spreading it out over several weeks. What does that look like? What are maybe the different parts that you've put together that make the campaign up? Some of them were planned. Some of them were kind of by the seat of our pants as, as we figure out a little bit of, of how some nuances of social media work. So what we knew is from our coaches show, so I'll give you even more context. When we had the Dragons Live coaches show in a half an hour, we saw our audience kind of going down over the years in viewership. And so the long form storytelling really wasn't hitting our audience. It might work for some people, but it wasn't working for us. And so we pivoted into more short bursts and, and more quick hitter kind of content more frequently and more in the moment. So it was more relevant to what was currently going on rather than a monthly recap. And I think we learned a lot with this campaign of taking that show, that event, and saying, okay, do we just throw everything out there during that exact same time? Do we, do we look at doing it throughout a whole day? And then the idea came from, okay, well, we have nominees. So that's phase one. We have kind of these coach recaps and senior recognitions, which is kind of phase two. And then we have uh, the award winners and just a day of celebration. And so we decided to keep that day that we were, you know, to celebrate everybody and just get all the community together to celebrate accomplishments all across the board. We thought it was important to keep that day kind of sacred and then spread out that love. So student athletes and those nominees had a little bit of room to breathe and to, to celebrate because it takes a while for it to hit everybody's networks. So just to flood everybody on one day, I thought was a little too much. And we broke it out so that people could have their moment of being a nominee and celebrated by their audience before we just quick did the award and handed it out to somebody. And then we just celebrated them. This really, I think helps celebrate the nominees 
I think it helps celebrate each and every team individually with their community uh, and give those moments to seniors because we're trying to tag them as much as possible so their family, their friends, their communities, their high schools uh, can really jump in and support them and create a conversation that celebrates all of our athletes a little bit longer. Right. That part is awesome. One of the things I personally like right now is I know every year that I've been in college athletics, the end of year highlight video is a challenge. There's yeah. no doubt about that. And you guys came up with a fantastic solution where you just did one for every sport this year. Yeah. So we will still have the all sport. It, there will be a combined one just because that's nice just to see how everybody comes together. But yeah, we did highlight tapes with the recaps, with the seniors and kind of combine them all. Um, you know, if anybody's an interview person or in news, a talking head like this isn't something you maybe want to look at for two or three minutes, or in this case, a few more. Um, so it allowed us to create some uh, B-roll is the word we use in the production world of, of just adding some action and some movement to the recaps, but standalone editing them to music. They're just really cool. So we did highlight tapes for each and every sport. And then we got a little creative. Um, Everybody loves brackets, as a wise man once told me. That's right. I <laughs> love this idea. Awesome. Slam dunk. Yeah. So really what happened, this started in the fall. I mean, we, we decided that we listened to our athletes. They said we wanted the player cards that were being used up on the video board because that's the reason we were creating them is to maximize our video board use. And they said, hey, you know, what would it look like if we created one for every athlete? And we, we found a way to make that work as best as we possibly can. We set it off a whole day. We called it gift day. And we had a room the entire day booked where student athletes can come in, get their uniforms on, uh, and record all these fun player cards. And we created over 200 of them, let alone the other gifts that we created throughout the year. So it was a big gift year for us. But it created a bunch of unique moments and goofy moments um, and kind of a lot of great content. And it took a while to get done because just rendering those out, the volume of it, and, you know, it didn't work perfectly. Uh, I'll admit that right off the bat. But it, it gave us a lot of content. We never really got to promote it that we were all done with it. This gave us an opportunity. So what we did is we took the best of each team voted on by our Go team, who, the people who created them because they watched them all. Um, and so they nominated their favorites from each sport, and we created a 16-GIF bracket. Um, and we have a daily vote every single day where teams go head to head. And we just started the quarterfinals yesterday. Um, and I think I have the, the winner today. I think Abby Skinner won the first round of the semifinals in MSUM dance. Um, so, I mean, that, that campaign alone, when you talk about the impact of just being seen is cool, but I'll tell you the numbers, we're seeing over 500 votes a day on this campaign. And, we just saw a big, uh, I haven't gotten to the analytics for the semifinals, but I imagine as it gets to be crunch time and our competitive natured athletes get into this, I can just see that number keep going up and up. Uh, we had over 750 votes on one already. And when you just talk about that kind of daily consistent engagement, we know that this is something that's working and people are enjoying uh, going through. All right. So this is awesome. All of it is awesome. And I, I do get fired up about it. Tell me a little bit about the group of people that's working right. on this, pulling this together. How is all this magic happening behind the scenes? Who's making it happen? Well, it starts with the, the committee uh, for, for the banquet itself. And it, you know, that's headed up by Gloria Riappel. Give her a lot of credit. You know, Christy Kopitz, uh, Amanda Reckamp, uh, some, some students. 
Um, you know, and it was kind of hard for us to meet towards the end there when we didn't know kind of what this was going to be. Uh, so it starts with the committee who kind of planned the event as a whole and kind of created the framework for what we're doing now. So give them a lot of credit for creating the skeleton of everything. And then once it shifted to this digital piece, uh, leaning heavily on our production team remotely. I mean, these are students who are doing work from home and on their home devices. Uh, so give them a lot of credit. And that's Sean Rice, uh, you know, Mr. Brectacular, Breck Stutz. Um, Alex Nelson had created all the visual templates and animations that we're putting these, some of this content into. Uh, you know, Tom Berg, Gloria, Jason Soblick for collecting the information uh, so that it's more than just a piece of content. You have the, the, the stats, you have the reasoning behind the awards and the nominees um, and the criteria of academics, you know, coming from Sobes for things like Miles Brand and, and Britton and Kelly Awards. Um, and then uh, Beck Rumreich, who's helping me post the, the bracket each and every day. Um, it, it's just a full team effort remotely to pull off uh, a three-week campaign like this. And I can't tell you, words can't describe how proud I am of our team and how we've come together to pull this off. Whoa, and, and, whoa, whoa, and the coaches, and the coaches. The coaches from their homes gave us these videos and sent them to me and we got them edited. I mean, I, I really can't, I gotta say thanks to the coaches who helped us assemble this stuff as well. Right. It is a full team effort. And one thing that I will say in compliments to the production team, arguably the best division two in the NCAA production team that's out there. So proud of the work you and your team do uh, producing all of our home events, the video that you're able to capture because of all that work, we're able to pull it together right now. So hats off to you for leading what I think is the number one, because we're all trying to win. I think yeah. we win in our video production in NCAA Division Two, Yep, some Division One schools are definitely better than us. But when we look at, at the NCAA Division Two level, there is no one that is doing better work than you and your team are doing. So thank you. as I take that to the next place, we've got a lot of experience. One of the misnomers I think is out there is, oh, social media is easy. All you got to do is just <laughs> post it and it'll just take off. But I mean, what platforms are we on right now? Man. What are some of the nuances that are out there? Because I know sometimes that eye roll you give me when I say, oh, well, can't you just do one post and it goes on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat? I mean, it does, it does it all, right? Now, the one you say that gets me is like, how hard is that? Like, and I respect the question because it, even I, over the past, you know, I've been doing social media since I started here and it, it just changes so often and so frequently of what you can and cannot do. And so, you know, even Facebook and the content studio model is different than it used to be, but I'll nerd out for a second on the platforms. So on a recap, um, there's three pieces of content. And so we start off with the coach talking with the highlights in the senior slide at the end. And that's, yeah, I didn't mean to do that. And then you saw the, the quote from the coach, which we pulled out of that video. And then you have a, a subtweet in the thread that is the highlight tape, the kind of music set thing. And then we wanted to separate out the seniors so that we could mention them, so that we could have them have kind of their own moment within that rather than buried in the longer video. And so we post it as a thread in Twitter. And then we go over to Facebook and they don't really do threads. So you have to have each one of those be a specific separate post. Uh, the tagging is different. So you, you have to, you can't tag the people. So you have to tag the pages of the sports. That's different. 
And then you go over to Instagram and there is the ability to post multiple posts with, within like a video and a picture and another video. But the problem is, is the length of some of these recaps and videos are longer than the one minute timeline. And so we instructed coaches, hey, your recap needs to be under two minutes and 20 seconds. So it auto plays on Twitter. You're <laughs> and then we're taking some of our, our other content and trying to keep it under one minute. And you just can't, you know, in the women's athlete of the year. I mean, that was a minute and a half long. I didn't there's no way that you can get it down without cutting out somebody's recognition. And so the things that are longer go on Instagram TV and that gets cross posted in. Um, the things that are under a minute get posted individually on Instagram, and then you share them to the stories. And so what Alex did a fantastic job is, is we not only created the 16 by nine content, we also created vertical versions of the awards, nominees, and winners so that we could share those specifically on a story rather than just a little blip um, of sharing a post to the stories. We created the vertical uh, content as well to share on Instagram stories, which cross post to Facebook stories, nice and easy, and then load into Snapchat. <sighs> Ooh, take a deep breath on that. Not so done yet. Ooh, all right. So we also combined, and so we thought about, okay, what about the people who aren't on social media? What about the people who are on our app? And so we went to Twitter and we created what's called a moment that has the beginning to the very end of the entire campaign. It treats it kind of like a contained event. And so we put that together. That gave us a nice link to capture the entire piece. And so, yes, we put a, a press release on our website and we've got things going on there, but that allowed us to integrate the mobile app. And so now we have content on the mobile app. So all you have to do is tap the Dragon's Awards uh, button and you get the full thing without having to recode everything for a mobile app. So it's not just social media. It's the mobile app. It's the website included. It is a multifaceted distribution plan, and it's not gone super smoothly. I've had to take a couple posts down, which is painful because you lose those views and those likes and those retweets. Um, but you know, if I misspell a name, I'm, I'm going to try my best to get it right. And so we're we're working our best to pivot and uh, celebrate our athletes the best that we can in every possible platform. So you've talked about all these different platforms. <laughs> Tell me. Tell me a little bit, you know, as you do the poof, tell me a little bit of the analytics that you've looked at right now and that you're aware of, if you can, off the top of your head. Well, it's the wonderful thing about digital interviews. I got a little monitor over here that's helping me out a little bit. But I can tell you right now, um, April's impressions is up on Twitter is up 50%. Um, our Facebook engagement is insane. Um, it is up, our engagement on Facebook is up 15,000% versus last month, 15,000%. Our views, our minutes viewed is up 980%. Our, our, I mean, our followers are up 467%. Uh, so, I mean, just those quick numbers in this month versus the month of March, which is usually a very good month for us when we're talking about competitions and national levels and regional things. And I know we didn't get through all of it, regretfully, but it's still a good month for us. The only month that's ever come close is February and signing day. And this is rivaling what we know is our biggest day of the year as far as traffic and engagement for our fan base. And to create this out of nothing, um, that was a, an event, a night event with just student athletes only, and to create what this is and to now see about a week and a half in, 
that kind of numbers and we're not even to the award winners yet. <laughs> right. I am fired up about how successful that I didn't expect that I expected it because of the things that we knew, but not like this. I hear you on that side of it. I wouldn't say I would have expected it either. And I don't think I would have expected the mindset that I have right now in the sense of we know that at some point in time, we'll get back to in-person normal things. But how are we going to take what we learn right now and apply it to the rest of our, our, our digital strategy throughout the year? That's the part that gets me excited is you and your team had to adapt your building. building I mean, you built your wings after you jumped off the building, so to speak. Now we're going to be able to take some of the things that you've learned and apply it across what we're doing in a typical and normal year. So hats off to you on that one. Thank you. So you talked about there'll be one day where we're really announcing all the winners. When is that, Webby? Well, that that's study day. So it gives a day where all the student athletes should not have any finals. I mean, they should be studying, but maybe right. in their breaks, they can pop in and, and share some love and be loved. Uh, for what they've done as a dragon. And that's May 6th. It's a Wednesday. Um, we're going to have content leading all the way up to that with the recaps, the highlights, the seniors, the, the gift bracket will also finish on that day. So we yeah. will have a player card of the year champion crowned that day, which is fantastic. Um, and then, you know, we're, you and I are going to come right back on that Thursday afterwards and talk about the winners. And we're going to talk about the, the end of this, this sprint um, in finishing this this campaign and talk about that and and we'll also release the all sport highlight tape that that day as well um, so it'll be I mean we're, we are going for it for the next two weeks um, with as much as we've got and so that's kind of the timeline uh, but that day of champions that we're calling it on on Wednesday May 6th is going to be a wonderful celebration of everything that our athletes have done um, last spring all this year um, and we're really excited to get to that day and share share a lot of Dragon Pride. Yeah, absolutely. Dragon Pride is a great word. And I can't say thank you enough as the athletic director to you and your team because I'm filled with Dragon Pride. My heart is full in just making sure we maximize the opportunity to recognize all our fantastic student athletes. They do so many great things that throughout the year and to actually be intentional and focused and be able to recognize those things, that's some awesome work. And give, give them more of that moment. You know, not just move on to the next one. Let that, let, like I said, let that breathe. Let them have that moment and basket it. Let, let us show more athletes than we, we've ever shown before in this process. That gets me fired up because we all love to see ourselves. We all love that appreciation, you know, to be a visual thing. And I, I think this is the best way that we've, we've come up with to compare compartmentalized process and distribute it all. Um, and so I'm really excited, you know, as an ex-athlete, I think this is really cool. And I, we have some athletes within the go team who, who are loving this too. So it's, it's, and they've been a part of, you know, does this sound dumb? Is this cheesy? No, that sounds great. Do it. Go for it. So it's been great. It's been a full team effort. You know, thank you for your kind words. I will definitely share it with the team or at least force them to listen to the podcast. <laughs> there you go. Well, thanks everybody for joining us on this week's dragon podcast jump out there on social media, go to our website, see what's going on with the Dragon Awards and throw in your vote, throw in your two cents. Let's celebrate everything the Dragons have done this year. Thanks for joining us today. Go Dragons. Thank you, Doug, for taking the reins today and for helping us 
basically flip this event totally on its head, chop it into pieces, and throw it out to our community. And that takes some real faith in me and our GO team, and I can't thank you enough for that. We refuse to tap out in the face of this adversity, and we refuse to settle just for what's easy. And the GO team will continue to strive to be the champions of Dragon Pride, both owning the charge and being really good at it too. If you're a student looking to join our GO team, please visit msumdragons.com slash GO team. Please like, subscribe, and share the MSUM Dragons podcast, where we believe that the student-athlete appreciation is more than a game. Thank you for listening, and of course, Go Dragons!